Happy New Year from the Render Podcast. We are so excited to join in on a new year of 2022, and we have an awesome start to this year with Crystalline, and we are going to talk all about designing a business and a life that you love and thrive in, and let me just tell you now, there are so many nuggets of information and tips and tactics and things that you can do right now in your business or come back to when you're ready to in your business, in your life. So grab a notebook, grab a pen, and get ready for today's episode. You're not going to want to miss this one. Um, And if you are new to the podcast and you are not on our email list yet, we've got a link in our show notes. We'd love to add you to that. Every Monday and Wednesday, we will send you new updates about the podcast and just tips and things for you for your business to help you design a business that you love. So we are excited to join Crystal in today on the podcast. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. Hey there, welcome into the Render Podcast. I'm your host, Cam, and I'm here with a dear friend of mine, Crystalyn, who is from Louisiana. She owns a jewelry company, and she has so much to tell us all about designing a business that you truly love and continue to love through the years. And so I'm excited to have her here on the podcast with us today. Crystalyn, will you introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Cam. I'm super excited to just uh, be here connecting with you and also connecting with your audience. Um, this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. Um, I am, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a jewelry designer from New Orleans, Louisiana, um, and I have been in the jewelry industry about 15 years. And three years ago, I decided to uh, launch my own jewelry brand. And uh, it's been um, a really awesome process. And part of it is um, me discovering how to basically design a life I love and design a business I love um, with intention and with purpose. And it's been really cool um, more recently to start talking about how I've sort of done that and how I continue to do it because I get asked that a lot. So um, today I would love to share with you guys just sort of like a framework I use and in hopes that it inspires someone else to uh, really take action in their life and get really intentional about their life and their business and um, get excited about it. Like just get excited about life. Yeah, I love that. And get re-excited if those who are listening maybe are feeling a little bit in a slump or just not as engaged or excited about their business anymore as they maybe first were when they started. Oh, I love that. Yes, exactly. I think there's always uh, time and space to like pause and reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and really, you can even say say stop at any point and just pause. You know, I think we forget that in the busyness of uh, being business owners sometimes. Yeah, definitely. And and it's not uh, horrible to stop and come back to it. I mean, you look at, for example, Garth Brooks, who 
used to be this huge uh, country star and would sing all over the place and all over the world and had tours on tours on tours. And he called a stop to be a dad and to really be a father figure to his kids and not be on the road every two seconds. And he came back to it when he was ready to. And so it's okay for us as business owners to say, hey, if I need to stop for a second, I need to stop for a second. I know I did that actually in uh, March of this past year. Um, I took the entire month of March off. I did not open up my email. I did not open my computer. I literally just took a break. And thankfully, I have a team that was able to run the business uh, when I wasn't here. But it was super important for me to do that because I was going through a thing in my life that really rocked the boat on every level. And I was thankfully, like I said, at a point where I could step away and my business could continue to run. But even if you're not, it's okay to step away, take care of life, take care of yourself. Because if you're not running at 100%, your business isn't running at 100%. And yes. so it's really important. So important. Cam, I, I, like what I plan to talk about has so much to do with that too. And like you said, you were able to have a moment in your life and maybe that March, I'm not sure, was it planned or was it not planned that you would take a break? Or were you just like, wait a minute, I have to stop? Okay. No, it wasn't planned until about a week before the 1st of March. Yeah. Uh, we were literally in a team meeting and Kaylee, who's been on my team for four years, she looked at me and she was like, something is off and you need a break. Like, wow. let me tell you, it is okay for you to step away for as long as you need to step away for. And literally, I remember the feeling, the sigh of like relief and like, mm. oh my gosh, that would be like the biggest blessing in the world to me right now. I have I was full body goosebumps. And yeah. And, and you know my story of what had happened. And I don't typically share that on my podcast, but the thing that was happening in my life was so substantial that my heart, my mind, and my soul, and spiritually and emotionally, and, and literally on every single level, I could not operate at 100%. And what my kids needed at that moment was mom to be 100%. And I wasn't I was felt like I was like 30 or 40% mom and a 30, 40% business owner and 30, 40% as a friend and like as a daughter to my parents and like all of all, every relationship I had at the moment, I was like not, not engaging. And I was not at my full best self. Like I had been for years before that. And so yes. for me to, and the most important thing in my life, and I'm sure in your life and any parent's life is your kids and yeah. really speaking to them. And, and if you have a partner in life too, them as well. And so your family comes first and I was not putting my family first because I couldn't, I couldn't even put myself first. Right. So. Right. I mean, there are so many times in life where either something will knock you down or you plan that you need the break. And so, right. um, you know, that knock, you know, knocked you, knocked you down in a way, it didn't knock you down and out. <laughs> it was like, it just uh, made you rebalance things, right? Like this, this is what, but if you didn't have, if you hadn't already designed a team in a business the way you have very intentionally, you wouldn't have had the opportunity to take that at, at a quick moment, right. you know, pause right. in your business. Um, this year I took a month away from work and took my son to Colorado 
and we, I intentionally planned it Uh, in January. I'm like, this is what I'm going to plan. I want to do it in June. We're going to go away for a month. And I just planned that that was, I knew I was going to take a hit in, in sales that month. It's also one of the slowest months in jewelry. So, um, it was something that I intentionally designed in the year and it it's not it hasn't affected at, well, at the end of the year it hasn't affected the numbers you know what i'm saying like right. it right. but the creativity and the impact and uh my energy for my business and for my son has just heightened because i planned and i took that pause and so with both examples i think we can both attest to pausing in life mm-hmm. and what you know I'm a big believer in well, I'll talk a little bit about too, is about journaling. And I think the biggest part of journaling is that you're actually pausing and you're listening to yourself. Like right. we live in such a noisy and busy world. Yeah. Um, sometimes we do need that. Um, oftentimes we need that pause to stop and listen. Um, if not, sometimes it's just thrown at us. Like we both know. I mean, I, I lost my husband to cancer five years ago, you know, and mm-hmm. I was at the top of my game in my jewelry career at the retail store I was working at that he also uh, is his family store. And I was just abruptly having to take care of a sick husband. I was pregnant with our baby. Um, it was a, a full whirlwind, but we were able to do that because we had this plan and we had designed our life in a way where we had saved money and we sort of were in a boat that although it was super hard to stop our career and pause we had designed a life that allowed us to do it and so I'm just such a big believer in just being intentional about what you're designing because you don't really know what's going to happen you know but taking control of the things that we do have control over yeah exactly well when someone passes away in your life, or you have a big move, or you have a big change in your life, a lot of times those changes just show up. And you might have two seconds, or you might have two weeks to prep for that. But it's not something that you think you're planning for, for a long time. And so it's hard to make a change to design your life for that change in a very short amount of time. Correct. Yep. Yep. I think like the biggest eye opener for me after after losing Ryan was um, first off, I felt very out of control, right? So when certain things happen to us and you get into a point, say something happens in your business where it's like, oh my gosh, we didn't expect that. Or, you know, uh, some, some kind of setback. Yeah. Pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing about it is, is you're really actually equipped with what you need to get through it. Like you really are. It's just the initial like shock of it. And then it's your ability to decipher where the lessons are and like knowing that life is still happening and that you don't have to know it all right this second. Like it doesn't have to feel like you figured it out and it's perfect. It's just like sort of doing the best you can and staying true to the intentions that you have um, to be the person you want to be and show up in the way you want to show up. Even when showing up the way you want to show up might mean you don't show up like you would like to show up for other people, but you can always have to show up for yourself, you know, like you did pausing. It's like, first you had to show up for yourself so that you knew what you could do for your children, because that was most important. Right. Well, let's get into your framework and the ways that we can actually set up a life that we want and the business that we want and all those dreams that we all have, but an intentional way of getting there. Because I know that most people who start businesses 
are like, oh my gosh, I want this to happen. I want that to happen. I want that to happen. But how do we get there intentionally without it just happening overnight or happening organically? I mean, can you imagine like um, taking on a contract for design? Like you're going to do this event design and you took on a contract and you just showed up the day of. Like you just, you just, you just showed up the day of you would be fired. Like it wouldn't, you didn't, you just showed up. You didn't, you didn't imagine what it was supposed to look like. You didn't do a drawing. You didn't get the supplies you needed. You didn't like have the intention of the feeling of the space. Like you didn't, you didn't design it. Like Mm -hmm. you just showed up and you're like, I got this. You're just going to wing it. It's not going to happen. You won't get hired again. Like you might make it happen as one time, but it's going to be so stressful. It's going to be so crazy and you won't get hired again. The thing about life is a lot of people just show up every day and they're just like, "Ah, I'm alive. Like what's the motions I got to go through today? Like, okay. Like we're winging it. Right. And we're just like, Oh, the world's so crazy. I'm so busy. This is the world, you know, all the things. Mm-hmm. And we forget that we actually have the power and the control of a lot in our life, even though some things we don't have control of. It can make us feel overwhelmed. Um, but we wouldn't show up when we're have, you know, in our business with no design, with no intention, with no plan, when we are, you know, um, someone's paying us to, right? But this is this is your life and your business. So why would we not want to have like a real plan? and some things in place and take some real action um, and get intentional about our business or our life if we can. And so I, I, you know, after losing Ryan, I knew the jewelry industry, but I didn't know how to have my own business. You know, like I had been selling jewelry. I sold all the top brands. Like I knew how to deal with the customer. I understood manufacturing, like all the things, but I never had a business of my own. I didn't know how to do that. Um, And so I had to really start, figuring out everything like we all do when we're starting a business. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have a framework back then. I was really floundering. um, And I felt overwhelmed. I felt super foggy because of the grief process of losing your best friend, your spouse, like um, everything you thought was happening in your life, you know, all of a sudden wasn't happening. I was a new mama, um, all the things. But looking back, it's been five years having a business for three. I'm like, okay, this is what I did. Now I can sort of see how, how I got here. And now I can continue to go in the direction I want to go using this framework. And so I want to share it with you guys so that when you are thinking about your business, thinking about your life, you can really kind of take the reins and be like, Oh, this is fun. I get to design this. Like I get to have say in it. Like Mm -hmm. let's have fun with it. Right. And that's the best part of owning a business anyways, is that you get to make the decisions and you get to choose what you want to do. You get to choose the product you want. You get to choose the type of product or where you buy things from. You get to choose what clients you want to work with really at the end of the day as well. And that's the fun of having this business is that you get the power to choose what you want to do instead of listening to someone higher up tell you what to do. Or expect something out of you. 100%. And like how freaking exciting is that, Cam? Like (laughs) I I love that about having my own business. I mean, I always worked for somebody else. Yeah. Like to have that freedom and the design freedom and the flexibility freedom, 
to to get creative and use what you are really good at to do something that really like lights people up like that's incredible like to me that makes me feel alive like when i yeah. can design a piece of jewelry and i get to see women who like take the the, the piece of jewelry put it on and and uh, really feel the meaning of the jewelry and wear it with mm-hmm. intention like that's living life to me like that's exciting yeah. There's parts and pieces that we got to put together to get um, to loving it. And then there's parts and pieces that we got to keep remembering because mm-hmm. it's not always fun and rainbows and sunshine, right? Like sometimes right. it's hard <laughs> at the right. same time. Right. I mean, um, owning a business and doing the mundane things like accounting and websites and social media and all the things that you have to have as business. Yeah. If you get into that mundane routine and forget, oh my gosh, I love this because of this, then it's yeah. really hard to get out of that. And you, then you get into a funk and then you're like, oh, I have to go to work today instead of I get to go to work today. Exactly. Yeah. Game changer. Yep. And there's going to be so many things that we have to do in our businesses and we have to do in life that aren't the pretty stuff and might not be what lights us up the most. But when we're designing a life we love, we can start to twist and feel and figure out like, wait a minute, if I do this over here, I can actually have enough money to pay someone who actually loves doing that. And that's their strong suit to do this for me. And like, Mm -hmm. when you get to start playing those pieces, like when you're playing this game of chess and you're like, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. if I move this, then this is happening over here. It's an incredible feeling of taking ownership of your life and your business. Mm -hmm. And it takes time. But when you start to see that the, the pieces that you're moving and the puzzle coming together, it's very empowering. It's very exciting. Yeah. And yeah. then it takes when, when things do go a little sideways, you have that confidence in yourself that you can figure it out. So this is the simple, I am all about if, if you, you've seen my jewelry, but it, uh, most of your listeners probably have no idea what my jewelry looks like, but it's super minimalistic. There's not even any stones. It's just silver and gold. I like to keep things simple but then I go deeper with like the meanings. Okay. So mm-hmm. this framework is super simple, but I'm going to show it to y'all. And so you can understand like the, the layers of it. The first part, and I actually just added this part in for you guys. And now I'm going to always use it because I'm like, hello, we we'll have to really think about this as a designer. I'm a designer too. The first part is imagine. That's the part I added for you guys. And now I'm like, we're always going to have that part first. Then gratitude, <laughs> intention, and aligned action. And so Normally, I started with gratitude because I do believe gratitude is the foundation for anything. We can't design a life or a business we love if we don't have appreciation for the life and business that we already have. It's mm-hmm. impossible because we'll never be satisfied. We'll never be happy. We'll always be down on ourselves if we can't find gratitude in this actual moment right now. What, what are we doing if we can't do that? So I do think that's the foundation. That's why I normally start with it first. But I'm like, you know what? I think we need, because we're all pretty creative here. We need to start with imagine. First off, when I talk about framework, I'm a big believer in journaling. This is a journaling framework. This is you taking some time to pause and listen to yourself and journal about these four um, parts that I'll that I'll give you. So obviously, you wouldn't do that while we're on a podcast, but just jot them down. It's just four simple steps. And then you will use this, literally could use it for the rest of your life. But so first, imagine. So when I say imagine, I would literally write imagine on the piece of paper. And if you're designing your business um, and you're like, well, I already have a business. Well, 
you're still designing it every day. You're still creating the business you want to have. Um, I would, the journal prompt I always give, I have a, a, a women's group where we do guided journaling. And so I give prompts, but the journal prompt would be my business is, it's so simple. That's all you write. My business is, and then you dive deep into imagining what your business is. And when I say imagine, that's not based in the current reality. That's imagine in your creative space. Like imagine how amazing your business is and could be. Like you're really painting a picture of your ideal business. If you're doing this for life, say you're listening and you're not a business owner and you're like, well, I'm working on this for in my life. So I would say my life is, and then you go into this magical story of what your life is, which is wildly different than probably what you have in front of you right now. And that's okay. But you're just going to sort of tell the story of, of um, your business being whatever you desire it to be um, on a bigger level. What that gets you doing is um, it gets you starting to like see the possibilities because your mind's going to want to be like, if you're like, oh, I have a a, a billion dollar business, your mind's going to be like, who do you think you are? But Mm -hmm. you can have that if you expand the possibility of it actually happening and you kind of push that thought aside and just let yourself imagine. It's just a story. And I would just encourage you to write it down and you write it as if it is. So you're going to imagine you're telling the story like it is. It already happened. So you're writing as if it is. If somebody read your notebook, they would be like, what the hell is she talking about? Like, that's not what what, she doesn't, you know, but that's okay. Nobody's reading this. (laughs) Um, It's for you to get excited and like, what's the best case scenario? Have you ever done that? Mm -hmm. Cam like wrote in that way. Yeah, I don't know. I think you were at the same, you and I went to the same conference. Yes. We're not at the same, like we didn't know each other at the conference, but we went to the same conference. And do you remember, I can't remember if it happened at the life one or the business one, but she had us like close our eyes and literally imagine our life five to 10 years ahead of us and like these big, audacious, crazy dreams that we ever had. And she made us say, like, what kind of car are you driving? What house are you living in? Mm. What does your family look like? Yep. What are you wearing? Like, literally imagine as if it's real, like you are in your own movie watching your life yep. happen. And then she had us write it down real quick. Yep. And I'll go back to that notebook sometimes and be like, oh, my gosh. Like, wow, that's what I was imagining. That's crazy. Yes. And some of it is reality. It's happening right now. Yes. And because I was intentional with the way that I'm doing my business. Yes. And I think it's so important to imagine because if you can't imagine the future as if it's happening, then how are you going to get there? Like if you don't imagine what it looks like, yes. then you're just shooting. Like it's like shooting darts at, at no dartboard. Right. It's like you're just shooting them at a wall. You're like, well, I don't know where I'm shooting. I'm just going to like throw a dart at the wall and see where it lands. Like, you're not going to win in life that way if you don't imagine what your life is going to look like. No. You have no way to knowing if you've made it to that next level yeah. of your life. And so so there's, there's a story I tell sometimes that relates to this with my son, and it happened recently. We were we, He loves football. He, he wants to be a wide receiver when he grows up. He's six. We practice at oh. least an hour a day. Um, I'm probably going to yeah. get drafted to the NFL as a quarterback, although he would not agree <laughs> with that. Um, but, but we're at the park 
and I'm throwing the ball to him and like he jumped really high and he made like a really good catch. And I was like, wow, Winston, that jump was amazing. I'm like, look at how high, you know, you can jump. And so he starts jumping. I'm like, jump in the air. So we both start jumping. I look like a complete fool. Um, but whatever. I was having fun with my son. And um, and so we're jumping. And he's like, I know, mom. But the thing is, I feel like I jump higher when I can see the ball. Like when you throw the ball up and I jump forward, I jump higher. And I was like, oh, that's profound. And he's like, for what? <laughs> I'm like, profound. I'm like, that's a big <laughs> lesson in life. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'll tell you later. Like I'll throw the ball. You can jump high. He wasn't, he, he wanted to know, but then he's like, I just want to play. But the thing about it is if, if we don't see the thing we're going for, how are we ever going to get there? And if we see the thing we're going for, we have the ability to even exceed it. But if we never even know where the ball is, we never even know where the gold is, we're probably going to be like some of his friends running the other to the other end zone, you know, because we don't even realize which way we're going. Like, you got to have a vision and a dream. And it's not like I don't believe in like a big business plan, honestly, which sounds really ridiculous because I have a business. You actually have a business plan, but like, it, I don't believe it has to be like so specific and so drawn out. Yeah. But I do yeah. believe you have to have a plan and something mm-hmm. to go towards. And, and the imagining part should be fun. You know, it should be like, right. ideally, what, what do you want? Um, instead of having, right. you know, to do all the numbers in the business plan, which is so tedious, but I know yeah. it's important. <laughs> this is the right. fun part. I think, like, I think students, I tell them, hey, it's it's great to have plans of where you're going, but your business plan should be like a, um, like a cake that you're building. Mm. And it's in the stage of putting all the ingredients together not necessarily the baked cake yeah, because the baked cake might look different and feel different and taste different and all of that by the time that you reach that baked cake than it does in the ingredients part. And so if you add a little bit of cinnamon in it, it's going to taste different than the vanilla cake that you're doing. And if you put a little chocolate in it, it's going to taste a little different. And so your business plan should feel like a plan similar to the directions on a cake box Here's what I'm kind of planning, but you have the ability to add in different ingredients should you want to and should you need to based on pandemics hitting the business world or losing loved ones or life changes that are so dramatic that it alters your life because those things are going to happen. And so your business might look like a cinnamon vanilla cake or it might look like a marble chocolate vanilla cake. Or it might look like a spice cake because you're adding all these spices in. It could look so different than what you planned, but you have the step-by-step and the ability to change things up if you choose to yes. before you get to that baked cake. Yeah. And create it the way you want it. You know, like sometimes right. you start out and you have this plan and you think that's how it's supposed to be and you get in and you're like, wait a minute actually, I could be more profitable if I do this. Or if I added this income stream in, what could this do? And then you're looking at instead of this two layered cake, you have a freaking wedding cake. You know what I mean? Like, because of what you did. But yeah, you have like the foundational ingredients in that plan. I love that analogy. Right. Yeah. Right. You could be going out to do a nine by 13 cake and a little, you know, pan in your kitchen. And then all of a sudden, you've got the icing you put on it and the sprinkles and Hey, you want to add a second layer to that cake and you want to add, you know, a four tier chocolate 
cake or whatever. I mean, there's so many opportunities you can do even after your cake is baked. Yep. Like you can keep adding on to that. And that's the beauty of, of having a business is you can do whatever you want to, but you should have some step-by-step, some sort of plan as you get there. And then you can just add more steps yes. to the next plans and add more steps to the next thing. That's the freedom that we give ourselves as business owners, which is amazing, you know, and it's like right. the recognition of that, that creative, um, opportunity you have to like get flexible and design your business. Um, it can really be fun. It can really be fun. Um, so I think starting with imagining, um, is awesome because it just gets your juices flowing on like what could be right. And like what is possible and what we could be open to. And then it also allows you to start to recognize opportunities that align with that imagined version of what you're going for too. Yeah. So the next journaling prompt that I do, um, this is where I normally start with is gratitude. And as I said before, I believe that gratitude is the foundation um, of everything. If, 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 when I use the term like design a life you love, I just don't want people to um, assume that I don't love the life I have, or I don't believe you love the life you have. Like I think every day is a gift. I mean, it really is. Um, I'm, I'm 38 years old. My husband died at 38. So I feel like I'm in my bonus years. Every day is a gift, you know? Mm -hmm. And so to remember that gratitude as the foundational part before I go asking the universe for more, I think is so important. So starting just Mm -hmm. your, um, the next step being like gratitude. Um, today I'm grateful for, or in this season, I'm grateful Mm -hmm. for, you know, and just list out the things you're feeling grateful for. It also gives you an opportunity to recognize things during your day that you're like, ooh, like I'm really grateful for that person or that connection. You start to, re- when you when you write down and you pause and you listen and you tell yourself the things you're grateful for, it allows you to recognize them throughout your day, um, throughout the week, throughout the month, you know, because there's a real amazing thing about being a human is we can literally be in the depths and despair of a really hard time and something in us allows us to still be able to see the light mm-hmm. and still be able to find some beauty in some other place, even if it feels like nearly impossible. But when we start practicing mm-hmm. gratitude, when we get to a deep place and a dark place, because it's going to happen to all of us multiple times in our life, we have like this tool belt that's already like, full of all these tools where it's really easy to just kind of pick up that gratitude Mm -hmm. tool and be like, gosh, this sucks, but, and then find, find some good, you know? Yeah, for sure. We do that every week in our team. We have a team meeting every Monday Uh and it's one of our core values is just being grateful for what we've got and all that. And so we go around and we all say one thing we're grateful for outside of work because those are the things that we take for granted, yep. you know, we take for granted a slow weekend or something like that. And so we always want to ground ourselves in gratitude and then we celebrate a win. What is a win in your position? What is something that you feel like you did awesome that maybe no one else knows about and we can celebrate you for that. Ooh, and so that. I think it's so important to start with the gratefulness because life is precious. <laughs> life is short. And like one week I was grateful for just my parents in general of like, 
I'm just so grateful that I have parents still because um, someone really close to me, his mom is dying of cancer right now. And she is pretty much on her last leg and could be passing within the next month. And so it was really important for me to recognize that, you know, not everyone still has their parents around. And it's a special relationship all of us have. Every single person has a parent, whether that is a biological parent or adoptive parent or someone who was a guidance in your life, whether it was great or not, it's still a part of you. And there's a lot of people that don't have that anymore. And so one week I was just grateful for my parents. Uh, and it's not something that anyone is typically like, oh, I'm grateful for my parents today. Right. But um, like we have so many reasons to be, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then the hearing, I love that you do that with your team because then them hearing other things that people are grateful for, like me even mm-hmm. hearing you be like, I'm grateful for my parents. Like it makes me want to go call my parents today and just like tell them how grateful yeah. I am. You know, it, it inspires mm-hmm. others to find the gratitude. Um, and I don't know. Gratitude makes you feel good. It makes you feel happy. It's yeah. like amazing to share it, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. There's a million things we could share that's like drama filled and, you know, gossipy <laughs> or news, but it's like, can we just like yeah. share the good parts, <laughs> you know, too? Right. More so. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I love that. Okay. So the next part in your journaling, so you have imagine, then you have gratitude. Then we're going to go into intention. And so uh, if you're designing your business, um, I would write, the journal prompt would be my intention for my intentions for my business are my intentions for my business are. So again, super simple, but what are your intentions for your business? Like um, me as a jewelry designer, one of my greatest intentions actually for my life and my business is connection. Um, so it's just a simple word when you're doing your intentions list, you don't have to figure out how you're going to create those intentions. This is just to be like, what do I want? Maybe you're doing your list for your life and you're like, my intentions for my life are maybe it's peace, connection, love. Um, maybe it's service. Maybe, you know, it's, it's just going to be sort of like these one word things that make you feel like that is true to you to your spirit and in this season mm-hmm. um, and, and like connect with yourself there. Like sometimes when I'm doing my intention, I'm like, okay, wait, I don't want to just do the same intention over and over again. If I'm going to write this journal, I want to feel into today. Like today, my intention is I, mm-hmm. I want to rest today is a, you know, a day that I need to make sure that I rest. So my intention today is rest. Sometimes my intention is rest and productivity. Same day two intentions that feel sort of um, polar opposite, but can literally happen in the same day because the next part of our uh, journaling is the aligned action to those intentions. And we can actually take action on both of those things. We can have time for rest Mm -hmm. and we can have time for productivity. And so get true about your intention and feel into the day. If you're doing this journal prompt, these journal prompts daily, then it's a day thing. If you're like, oh, I'm gonna do this, once a month for my business, then what are your intentions for this season, this month for your business or for your life? Um, Mm -hmm. Do you feel like I, for you guys, it sounds like, and I love that you're like our core part of our core. Did you say intentions or mission or for your business? Values. Values. Very similar. Yeah. Yeah. So intentions can be your values. Like 
Yeah, and we repeat our values every single week in that meeting. We actually start with our values. We'll each, um, we do something where we actually give each other that value. And so for one of them, it's work hard, live well, where we work really hard here at the office. We stay grounded in, in what our work is. And then outside of work, we live well and we enjoy our communities. We enjoy the people around us. And so we will literally say that core value. And then we will give someone who we think represented that core value this past week. And so I'll say, hey, here's the core value. I'm going to read it. Haley, I'm going to give this to you because I noticed that you did this and this and this, and this is why you should have it. And we intend that by saying, this is why I think you deserve this core value. Or like one is community oriented, that we are strong believers about community and being a community internally, but also externally and fostering that community. And so we'll say that, that whole core value. And then we'll say, John, I feel like you really fostered community this week. And so this one is for you because you did X, Y, Z. And so there's intention behind it. And we, and then that gives to that next person the ability to think, okay, who else is going to be work hard, live well this next week? And what can I start to look at in everyone on the team Mm -hmm. so that I can give that one next week? So the so person super, who gets the person who gets it has to give it next week. Yes. Oh yep. gosh, Cam, that is so good. That's so good. <laughs> like this week right now, I have the better than yesterday, which literally just says we are on, our only competition. We will become the better version of ourselves and our business every single day, every single month, every single year. And so that's my core value this week because someone else gave me that one from last week. And so now I'm looking at on my entire team thinking, who is representing this better than yesterday? And I'm already starting to think about who I'm going to give that to and why I'm going to give that to that next person next week, which is wow. it's just fun. And it engages, in my opinion, it engages your entire team in the reason why you're in business. I created those core values because they were important to me in having this business and why and part of the why behind this business. And now I get to have my entire team in on my why for the business. No longer it's just my dream for the business. It's our dream for the business. Yeah. And then they feel seen, you know, I mean, I think one of our greatest intentions in in life for all of us is to feel seen, right. And appreciated. Um, Exactly. Uh, well, then your core values don't become just, you know, values on a piece of paper or on your website. It becomes actually actionable things in your business. I love that, Cam. Like I have a very small team, but I'm going to implement a lot of what you're saying you do with your team with mine because I think it's so um it's really living out the design of the business and the life that you want. Like it's, it's, you are our next step in the journaling is aligned actions. You are literally taking action and and making actions and doing it weekly with your staff to continue to design a business you love. And I can only imagine that really makes your staff feel, um, even more like, um, entrenched in the business like like connected to the business you know because mm-hmm. they can can just be a part of those values and like you said not just see them like on a plaque on the wall you know right exactly well then it takes your employees out of that mindset that us as employees used to be of like I'm working for this other person's vision I'm working for this other person who has the grand vision mm-hmm. it then becomes part of their vision and then they feel valued and they feel like 
hey, I'm a part of this yeah. and I'm not just working for the boss here. I'm working because I, I truly believe in this value of this company and it's a part of them. And when they get gifted something like work hard, live well, they're like, oh, I feel seen. I feel yeah. recognized that you recognize something that makes up this business in me. Yeah. And then they have a piece, piece of the pie in this whole thing. And then they become more engaged in the business as well. And they start thinking of grand ideas that we could do in the business or yeah. new products that we could have or bigger designs for events. And they start making the business better than I could even imagine. Yeah. Like my business today is bigger and better and more intentional and more driven than I could have even imagined. Some of the quotes that Kaylee and Kathleen on my sales team will put together for our clients. I'm like, I couldn't have imagined this in my wildest dreams, you pitching this to our client and then our client booking this massive order with us. Wow. Like that's because of you. That's because of the value that you have in this business. Yes. Or Brooke who edits our podcast and does our social media and does our blogging. Like I couldn't have even imagined, like her idea was to do the video um, type of uh, podcast and then she uploads it to YouTube and all of that. Yep. And when I started the idea for having a podcast, the podcast was actually dreamed up um, not only by, by myself, but also Kaylee. And we both ended up having a meeting in the middle of the pandemic and being like, you know, it'd be really cool as if we had a podcast. And I was like, I was thinking the same thing. I think we should have a podcast too. Oh my and it's just really cool that, that this practice of aligning your team for your values and your intentions for the business and then expanding it beyond just you as the business leader to then enabling leaders in their own positions just gives them more value. And it's, it's so sweet. It is like so sweet to see it every week. Oh. And then to hear my employees saying the core values that we dreamed up for the business and then saying the core value and being like, you actually get, you get it. Like right. you understand it. Right. And the, the neat, yeah, the neat thing is like, it's literally creating this culture that you probably mm -hmm. dreamed of before you had the people that actually do the thing. So like you're saying, you're like, it's even bigger right. and better than I can imagine. But you had this idea that, this would, would be possible. But even if you were right. in that imagined stage and, and thinking about it or writing it down, like you didn't know how it was going to happen, who would be yeah. the players. Like all you knew is you had this dream and then you just built on it. And then you're not forgetting about it. Like you have these people here, but you're not forgetting about it. You're like infusing it all together. I love, yes. I love it. Well, so and much. It's becoming a better version of what you planned. Mm -hmm. So going back to that imagine stage like I was referencing the cake like you had the bones you had the ingredients of how you wanted to create it and now looking ahead back when I dreamed up what I wanted my business to look like I still continue to do that because I still need to add yep. uh, key ingredients to the business or make them better or get you know stronger versions of those what I dreamed my cake or my business feeling like and smelling like and and all of that is sweeter mm. and more satisfying than the cake that I was building before. Mm. I love because that. of the players that decided to, to jump in and, and the culture that has been created and evolved over time. And you could have the intention of, Oh, I want some core values and I want to, you know, make sure my team is a part of those. Well, then the, how does that happen? And 
what is the like implemented way that might come later. Yes. Like we've had core values, but that doesn't mean that we've always recited our core values or gifted our core values forever and ever and ever. We started recently doing that within the last couple of years. And then the um, addition of here's why I'm giving this core value to you. That only started a few months ago. Mm. And the, the flip and the change in the team, even just implementing that little piece of it has dramatically changed as well. So there's more wow. like this idea of having a team culture might look a certain way, but the more you know, and the more you do, and the more um, longevity you have in your business, you're going to alter things that are like, huh, how can I make this better than it already is? And yes. it's going to become a sweeter, more satisfying business and more beautiful business that you have than what you could even imagined before. So this imagine stage is only going to become a bigger, better version of the first imagine stage that you imagine. Yes. Yeah. I think when, when you re revisit imagining about your life or your business, like, like the person that you are, when you sit down and you really think through the, the imagining state is not the person who, who was the same person who did it last time, you know, like, even if it was the day before, like all your experiences are building and are growing and yeah. you're evolving as a person. So you can almost like say you do it yearly for your business where you're really going through imagining the person like you don't know, like, you know her, but like she don't know you yet. Like you are yeah. going to come up with the new ideas because of who you are today and where your business is going yeah. and what you're excited about today. Um, and all the things that have influenced you in between the last time you did it. Um, but to me, that's exciting. Like, I'm like, yes, yeah. like the ideas that I'm already like pinging on from everything you're doing with your team. I'm like jotting notes down and I am sure the people <laughs> listening to the podcast are too. Um, I'm like, yes, like, yeah. Even though well, I think it's important when you said you need to do this more often, a lot of people will, I feel like, do their imagining when they first start their business yes. or when they first hear about imagining their business and then they never pick it up again. Yeah. But the thing about that is life changes so much. I mean, my, I'm a completely different person than I was one year ago and even more so two years ago. Yes. And so my my thoughts and dreams and like big audacious dreams that I wanted two years ago before the pandemic and before I became a single mom was I want to travel all the time. I want to work all the time. I want to speak on big stages and all those things. And my intentions now is I don't really want to travel all the time for work. I want to travel for, you know, fun and yeah. <laughs> going to places and relaxing, but I don't want to travel for work as much anymore. I don't necessarily want to speak on big stages, but I do want to make an impact mm. through other means. And I want to work, but I want to also pick my kids up from school and take them to school, which means I can't work past 3 p.m. Yep. And I can start work before about 9, 9 a.m. So my work day is shortened yep. because what I want out of life and what I want out of my business is different than it was two years ago. Mm. And so I think it's really important that we remember, hey, put a reminder on your phone or in your calendar that once a year, every December or every you know, period of time that's not your busiest time. Yeah. Um, really. I mean, right now would be a nightmare to be doing that because we're so busy yes. like you are as well. 
but set a time in your year that you know that you have some downtime, that you can easily step away and escape and be the best version of yourself in that moment to reimagine what your life and what your business looks like, because it's going to look different than it did a year ago, five years ago, and even more so 10 years ago. Yeah. I would even say if you could do it quarterly, that would be amazing because Mm -hmm. it's really easy to do something once a year and forget about it, right? Like you're just like, "Eh," and you did it. And it's like the Mm -hmm. reminder of like coming back to that same journal or that same notebook or, you know, file on your computer to go, okay, wait, what were my intentions? What did I imagine? And like, am I moving the needle in that direction? Am I taking what's our next and last journal uh, prompt is about aligned action. Am I actually taking the actions that align with my intention and my vision and my imagining of this business? Or am I just getting busy and letting it take action and control over me? And I think as a business owner and a single mama too, I can say that's easy to happen. It's easy to get caught Mm -hmm. up in the busyness because we are freaking busy and it is hard. (laughs) But if we don't take time to pause and go, is this really what I want right now? Am I doing the right things to get where Mm -hmm. I want to go? Like really questioning yourself and letting yourself have a little pause and a little space to write it down on paper. Or I used to do video when my husband died, I couldn't write. Like I was just like, felt so broken and could not write, I would video journal. I would put my phone up and I would just talk to myself and get it all out. Like get it out and do it often so that you're actually making sure that you really are the designer of your life. You really are taking action. And so that Mm -hmm. last part is aligned action. And the journal prompt would be um, the actions I can take right now are, but it's aligned action. So it's not just Mm -hmm. action. It's not just busy work. I literally go back up to my intentions and I highlight the words and then I make sure I have one line in my aligned action for each word. Like if my uh, intention is peace, I will write my aligned action for peace. I'll be like, peace today. I'm going to take 10 minutes to sit on my porch and sip my coffee slowly in peace. Like, and that brings me so much peace and rest and whatever else Mm -hmm. that does. And then my other line action, even though it's very counterintuitive, is productive. I'm actually more productive when I take that 10 minutes of peace, right? And so then go into like the aligned action of like, okay, today my productivity aligned action is I'm going to call so-and-so that's been on my list. Like that would make me feel productive if I get that off the list. You know, it can be super simple and super broken down, but it needs to be actions that actually align with moving the needle and your intention and your imagination of what you want your business to be. Um, So yeah. Right. Not necessarily like I need to check all my emails today or I need to go do an accounting unless your intention is, okay, I really want to feel like I am less stressed and what's stressing me out right now is accounting. Then your line to action might be, Hey, I need to go make sure that all my bank statements match up with, you know, your expenses and all that. Yes. Then that might be, but if you just put check email, or check accounts, or follow-ups, or whatever, that's not going to necessarily align specifically to what your intentions are. Yeah, and your aligned actions don't have to be a huge list, because we do have your normal day-to-day to-do list that are all those things that have to get done anyway. The aligned actions are the ones that you go, oh, today I did these three things that brought me peace, productivity, and uh, connection. 
you know, those were my three today. And you know what? I did amidst the to-do list and all the other things you did, you made sure that you did those three things and you know that you feel in control of designing your life and your business. Like that feeling, even if the other to-do list stuff, like we're never going to get through our whole to-do list and that could be like a whole mind, you know what? Anyway, but like if you know you got your three things that aligned with your intention, like it just feels good. It feels like you're alive. It feels like you're taking ownership of your life and your business. Um, and you're, you're a boss, like you feel empowered. Like, yeah, I got this. I can do this, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Instead of like you were mentioning at the very beginning, just showing up in your life and just going through the mundane things. Sure. There might be days that you just need to show up and just do the mundane things that you need because you have too much on your mind. Yes. Or you have other big things happening, but in the grand scheme of thing, when you take a step back, and you look at your life, and you look at your business, is it in the form that you want? Is it the way that you dreamed and that you put intentions out there? Yes, yes. And there are definitely times in your life, and you might be in one right now, if you're listening to this, where you're like, I can't even do all that. Like, I can't even imagine that. And that's okay. Like, there were so many times when I would, if somebody would have told me to do this, I would have been like, I need to change the channel. I'm not listening to this person. Like it's because it, it didn't align with the season I was in, but when it yeah. does feel aligned and you can start pausing and listening to yourself and getting excited about life, when things do bring yeah. you to the point where you feel like you can't do this work anymore, you already have like the tools, you know, kind of set to give you that framework of like, oh, I can still find gratitude. I don't need to write it down. I don't need to do the journaling, yeah. but right now I can feel that gratitude because I've already practiced it for a while you know, or the aligned action part. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. So if you're in this season and you're listening to this, bookmark this episode. Come back to it when you're ready. Ooh, good point. Yep. Yes. Yeah. No, nothing that someone, I don't believe like anything you read or anything like I've read books before that I'm like, oh, that's a good book, but it didn't hit me. And then I reread it and I'm like, this is when I was supposed to read that book. I needed this when it lined up at this point. And that's, you know, you can just take things for where you are in your season. Nobody else's life is parallel to yours and it's perfectly aligned. So, yeah. Yeah. And it goes for everything. I mean, relationships in your life and businesses even in your life or children in your life or friends in your life. There's different seasons that you go through where your kids might be in high school and your business needs to be at a different point than it, when it was when they were in elementary school yeah. or, you know, a relationship in your life that may not have worked out for you five years ago when you were in a different state of mind and different state of your business and different type of person than you are today. And it aligns now because of the version of you are right now. Mm. And so that goes for everything. Books that you read, podcasts that you listen to, um, TV shows that you watch. Man, I'm in, I don't know if you watch Yellowstone or not, but it's one of my favorite shows. I have to because everybody's talking about it. So, and I haven't. So now I have to. You're like the final person. I'm like, okay, she said it. I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, like two years ago, I probably wouldn't have loved the show as much as I do now because I'm just a different person today than I was two years ago. So, just like anything in your life, there's going to be things that hit you at certain points. And so if something like redesigning your business or your life seems overwhelming to you, that's okay. Come back to it when you're ready. And you're going to know when you're ready for that. 
you're going to remember this episode and you're going to be like, huh, I remember that one time that I listened to that one episode and I bookmarked it. I'm going to go back and listen to it because I'm now ready to go through this process. I'm at a point in my life that mentally I can go through this process. Yep. I love it. Awesome. Well, it has been such a joy to have you on my podcast today, listening and just chit-chatting about this way of designing our business and really ultimately designing the life that we live in a very intentional way instead of just showing up for it as we go along. Thank you for having me, Cam. This is really awesome. I appreciate you so much. Of course. Well, thanks. And we will see you all next week on the podcast.